<laughs> he might be. Might be. <laughs> Ain't we living the dream? Every single day. You know what we're going to be talking about today? Mm, I bet we're going to talk about some exhaust. What you put in, you got to get out. That's right. Put good in, you get good out. Oh, daddy. I feel like that's another company, but well, that's applicable. We'll go with it. Yeah. Oh, got that. Got Come on, God dang it. Yeah, now we all all silver. Nuts. Gaskets, horsepower stuff. Got the valves. Got the pistons. Me and Ricky speaking. We all listening. Y'all are tuned in to On All Cylinders. What's happening out there in Radioland? Oh, man, I hope everybody's having an awesome Monday and you're not flooded out or, uh, you know, <laughs> snowed under or, you know, anything bad like that. The weather's acting crazy around here. Oh, uh, it's that time of year for everybody. You'd almost think it was February, but see, I'm confused because it was last week it was 60. So I convinced myself it was April. Yeah, like I was already ready to start putting shit in the ground. Like I was Ready to start drag racing. I'm ready to, oh, I was talking. I'm ready for my garden. <laughs> Hold on, I forgot. There's stuff in the world that doesn't revolve around cars. I'm trying to learn. Trying <laughs> He's to learn. like a turbo supercharger. Supercharger. Turbochargers. Go fast. Nos. Boo. <laughs> Boo. For y'all that don't know, if you really want to get underneath Ricky D's skin, all you can do is come up and talk to me about the Nos. Right? Nos is an abbreviation for Nitrous Oxide Systems. Don't call it that. I don't like it. Sir, do you have a minute to talk about or an awesome sleeper. No. <laughs> I do not. Come back to me when you say stuff that don't piss so, me off. So what is your preferred nomenclature? Uh, nitrous. A nitrous car. Nitrous car. Oh, is that, that car? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. I'll start referring to all this stuff as tats. <laughs> <laughs> don't. All right. Settled in. Let's everybody just settle down for a minute and let's get down to the gritty. You know, it's uh, it's funny that uh, the basics of an engine, we break, break an engine down to what it is, is just a big air pump, right? Yeah. Put air in, make explosions, put air out, yep. make a horse repair. Yep. So uh, it, it's something that is so common that I think it, it kind of, especially in, in today's world where we have so, so much accessibility to force induction or nitrous systems or anything like that, I think the simplicity of, hey, what is an important way to get air into an engine and what is the best way to get air out of an engine, right. a lot of times it just gets overlooked. You know, so what's what's your preferred method? You know, when it comes to uh, you're you're primarily a naturally aspirated guy, primarily a traditional guy. I don't want to say old school. I don't like that term. It's more of a traditional look uh, about things. You know, when when you're thinking about man, I want to, I got this C10 that I'm getting ready to build up, or I got this F150 I'm building up. What you do, you know, when you think about air induction, especially because it's, it's even more important for you because you're carbureted. Right. You know, what's the best? For you, what do you like to get? What do you use to get the air in the most? Well, first of all, everybody, any gearhead, you know, I know, cool air is got to have cool air. Mm-hmm. Hot air don't do a damn. It don't do no good. So, 
you got to get your cold air and you got to get fuel atomization and now for them that don't know fuel atomization is the air to fuel mixtures when you're actually splitting the fuel molecule and making it a thinner uh, gaseous state exactly you're, you're spinning the, air into a, a, a liquid right basically the uh, the ultimate air to fuel ratio which is yes. atomization is 14 parts air, 7 parts fuel. That's the reason if you look on a wide man, uh, the perfect NA fuel, air to fuel ratio is 14.7. 14, uh, whatever they use to measure. Microns. Uh, I think it's grams. Some um, shit. 14 grams of air to 0.7 grams of fuel. That's the reason, you know, that's how you get them. If you're, you know, 17 to 3 then you've got 17 grams of air to 3 grams of fuel and you're lean and then you know lean is mean until it's not then it's bad so right you know you gotta you you want to stay within that range and, and obviously that i'm talking i'm using that air ratio air fuel ratio when you're talking about basic fuel uh that changes drastically when you go to e85s q16 616 uh m1 m5 that uh alcohol whatever it changes drastically for that but that's uh that's Something we can talk about later, but the you know 14 to 7 is where you want to be with the NA motor. So getting cold air in to to mix with your fuel is extremely important, and there's a lot of different ways to do it. So I'm curious to know, Glenn, what do you what's your preferred method? I prefer ram air. It's always good forced air. Mm-hmm. You know, speed drives the force. Mm-hmm. Um, also, high rise intakes. So uh, just to clarify, when you say ram air, you mean as the vehicle's moving to pull air from yes. the outside of the vehicle to the end to, to the, the carburetor into the carbureted right. area, right? Right. So many so. different ways to do that. You know, you can do a uh, traditional code air kit, which is going to basically filter something from said carburetor or throttle body to the outside of the car or underneath the car in order to get the air. Um, you've got your. You can use a different style of hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, when you say ram air, that's what we think of, like with the Trans Ams and stuff, uh, where they in the open snorkels, it would actually go in and suck it in that way. Um, your traditional cow induction is great. It's a reverse was, flow. Yeah, it basically brings it uh, off the windshield. It catches the air because that's basically a big sail panel. Mm-hmm. Catches that, sucks it in through the bottom, especially with carburetors. They're great for that. It's not just a look thing. Um, it's actually but, a vortices, the way the air mixes around mm-hmm. those curves. Yep. And yes. Makes it, uh, it actually gets it spinning before it gets into the carburetor. Yep. Um, now, some things that uh, will restrict airflow that people want to talk to you about that is good airflow. <clears throat> Not all code air induction systems are created equal. Um, right. You can have. Uh, your filter to the lowest point of the car, the outside point of the car, and trying to draw in as much cold air as you can. But if the filter itself is restrictive, um, you're kind of pissing in the wind there. Uh, a lot of times, uh, people will go on, especially with uh, late model stuff, they'll go and buy, instead of giving $300 for a K&N air filter, they want to give $100 for an eBay air filter. And it looks the same, but it does not perform the same. The mesh mm-hmm. and the foam... Totally different densities, totally different breathing capabilities. Absolutely. And yeah. again, remember, the, the basis of an engine is air in, explosion, air out, horsepower. Yes. Uh, so, uh, I didn't mean to step over there. What are some more... That's great. That's that's what we're here for. We <laughs> need to put this information out to the masses. We educate them some, buddy. <laughs> it's a vacation. But so, that's about all I mess with, uh, mm-hmm. is naturally aspirated stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the Ram Charger is... EFI, but that's about it. Which uh, 
for y'all that don't know what a Ram Charger is, because a Ram Charger <laughs> is in, badass. In the event, uh, for y'all that don't know, I spent the last, I don't know, probably two or three weeks working on Glenn's Ram Charger, simply because he just he's a businessman. He's got so much things going on, he don't have time to do it. And uh, it is remarkable how many people that don't know what a Ram Charger is, including people at parts stores. And, and I think the confusion is, is they put two words together that are two separate vehicles, yeah. Ram and Charger. Well, together, people get them confused. And basically, for what you don't know, for you guys that don't know, this is a full-size, large-scale SUV with a very short wheelbase. It's an equivalent to a full-size Bronco or a K5 Blazer, something like that. And uh, I will tell you, if you have not ridden in a Ram Charger, a full-size Blazer, a full-size Bronco, you're really missing out. Glenn took me on a uh, very good uh, little trip. We, uh, I delivered this thing to him, right? And I'm like, man, I think we're good to go. He's like, all right, let's go back in here on the field. What he doesn't tell me, or what I don't know, is that he's got a freaking dirt bike track back here. <laughs> all right, so we're, uh, oh, we're good. Here we go. We're back. So we're going back through. And mind you, it's about 9 o'clock at night, and the headlights on this thing are not LEDs, so it's yellow. And he's like, all right, here we go. And we go through there. And to give you guys uh, a really good kind of visualization of this, is uh, I've got a 2008 GMC Sierra on 33s with a four inch lift on it all right the hood hits me about my chin and i'm five foot five so we're going back through there and uh, i'm like all right cool that's fine and we hit this mound of dirt that is probably to my chest and we skyrocket the front of this ram charger up to where here the 35 inch tires of this ram charger are about six inches taller than the hood of my car if you're not ready for that, that's a fu- that's an experience. Excuse my language. That is an experience that everybody needs to experience. It's one that's so great that it has made me be obsessed with wanting a K5. So, um, and then what we learned in that point is that you can't get a vehicle to go that vertical unless it's fuel injected. Because if we'd have been carbureted, we'd have come down and been out of fuel. So. Number one. Pressurized fuel systems. Yes, pressurized fuel systems are important. Number two, if you don't have a buddy that's got a full-size Blazer or Bronco or Ram Charger that's a little bit on the crazy side, you need to get one because it's a ride. Get you some of them friends. Get you some of them friends. It is a lot of fun. You know, (laughs) my back hurt me for three days. No seatbelt, no nothing. I was like, didn't we just have a podcast about wearing seatbelts and stuff, Glenn? That's what I was thinking of when we were out there. We hit this jump, boys. I'm telling you, we hit this bump going 40 mile an hour. I mean, we're maxed out and full wheel low. This thing is rev to the moon. We hit this whoop, and it's like, all right, sky, 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 boom, ground. Now, blurry, blurry, blurry. It was a, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, we, we need to recreate this and put it on YouTube. I promise you, it was great. We, we do our own stunts, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether you're ready or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we, we just did have the safety safety episode too we went against our own thing while we were in the air i was like you know, not me not me the only thing i was thinking about was when it was in the air is i know how the suspension on this thing set up god i hope it comes down good i've, I've been underneath this thing this could be real bad <laughs> safety was the last of my concern i was like jesus takes the wheel <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was great. It was awesome. I loved it. I've been talking about it every day since. I was like, boys, we got to get us a K5 Blazer and Ram Charge or something. Set it up as sketchy as you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sketchier, the better. Tony's like, what are we going to do when we get to one of these? I'm like, because, you know, I can't drive nothing but my truck. I'm going to load up on my trailer. We're going to go to Glenn's and we're just going to jump it over and over, over and over. And over. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Matter of fact, we, we, we might, we're missing a business opportunity here, Glenn. Ricky and Glenn's rides for fun. Let's go. Now, now that that track is fun on a dirt bike. It, it's fun. I'll take your word on it's it. It's fun on a mule and it's fun on a side by side. But by God, when you take a full size truck on that, it, it is, is a fun. totally different track. <laughs> it is fun. We hit that thing and I was like, "Oh, we're really doing this." Okay. Oh, oh, oh. And the only thing I could do was go, "All right, I need to put my hands above my head so I don't come out of the seat." Boom. Hands up on the ceiling and it didn't matter. I'm a driver. <laughs> it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. It's a memorable experience. And at yeah. my age with the, all the things I've done with cars, I don't get to experience a lot of stuff that's incredibly memorable which I'm like, "Okay, this made me feel like I was a kid again. This was great." And so I did that uh, all so the you did that with that trip. Like, well, let's just say that I, that is on the agenda. Like that is on the agenda. That's what that truck is. It's bad. If you'd have told me that uh, that uh, something like that was capable of coming that high in the air and being fine, then I would have been like, no, no way. But, the, you know, the difference is, and what it's opened my eyes to is uh, what we kind of closed uh, the last um podcast on is that there's so many different facets of motorsports there's so many different things that you can do try them all try them all i'm missing out i'm telling you right now if i could afford to go buy me a razor or something like that i'd be on it you know i'd have it right now and be like hey glenn i know it's saturday night and you probably need to go to work in the morning but uh i need to borrow that field back (laughs) real quick well it's like this though you can go buy a razor you can you can buy side by side you can you can go get all that Mm. have your buggy your balance or whatever that's gonna cost you fifteen grand. Oh yeah, yeah. You can go get you a K five Blazer. You can go get you a an eighty three Bronco. You can go get you an eighty five Ram Charger. You can go get any one of them trucks and bash the ever loving hell out of them. Yeah. And be so safe. Oh yeah. You know, and you could do that for two grand. Not anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. Oh, no, you, you I've, seen, can't, I've seen you can't Broncos. I've seen Broncos and Ram Chargers and Blazers for two grand. And I'm not talking really? about trucks that are in good shape. I'm talking about running trucks that are already up on mud tires that somebody's done beat the hell out of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I you hadn't know, really thought about that. Because that's yeah. essentially uh, that's, that's what all I, I do with my for. truck. That's it, all I want it for now. I mean, it's got a good body on it. It does. It's it's a good looking ride. I was stopped three times in the short trip from my house to yours of people trying to buy it. Not including, I literally still refuse people's PMs. Sorry, but it. it's not mine. I can't sell it. Right. It ain't mine. If it was mine, I, I probably still wouldn't sell it. But still, I can't sell it to you. And, and I got that truck for a pistol and a few hundred dollars. Right. So those deals are out there. You just got to beat the bushes and get them. Right. You just got to put your nose to the ground and, and search Nose to the grindstone, Mr. I mean, Tyler Chillers. If you're listening to us, buddy, we love you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and really, I mean, that fun is out there. You just got And it was awesome, man. I mean, that was so much fun. That was, really was. <laughs> I, I loved it. Uh, me, and my, me and my buddy Tony, he, uh, all the reason we didn't come out there Tuesday was because it was pouring out of rain. Right. You know, that but, makes uh, it even better. Well, I don't want to tear your slippery. I don't want to tear your I don't tear your place up. I mean, you got you got a nice place out there. I don't. I know you would probably take us out there and do it, but uh, oh, hell yeah. sometimes you got to respect your buddies enough to keep them from tearing their stuff up. <laughs> One of those deals. I'll get some gas in it, and then we'll, we'll hit uh, that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
guy. Yeah, uh, shit. I'm, glad you, had, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, dude, I've told everybody about it because it's, it's something so different than what I'm used to. You know, I'm used to going super, super fast and that being right. cool. I mean, we didn't get over 40 mile an hour, and it was just as big of an adrenaline rush as, you know, going 160. <laughs> Especially you know? in the dark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't see where the landing zone is or well, how you're coming down. I know the terrain. I've never, I've never been there. Yeah. I was like, here we go. We're flying. This is cool. <laughs> I wonder if this is what it's like to be tall. I didn't come crashing down. I could feel a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a good time, yeah. you know. And uh, to think the, how stocked that vehicle is is mm-hmm. you know crazy. I mean, imagine if we had like a set of uh, hooker super competition headers on it and uh, a different a different code air systems where we like we run uh, something from the throttle body out to the grill. You know, to where it got actual forced air in there. Right. That'd be pretty cool, you know. And that kind of ties into what we were talking about as far as, you know, when it comes to uh, forced it's inductions old. and things like that, man, you can be creative. As long as you're using the proper components. I mean, uh, if you've not seen any of, like, the uh, the old school SCCA stuff, they've got uh, the GTOs, Trans Ams, Camaros, and stuff like that. They'll have, and this is translated into today, you know, they will remove a headlight or two and force air in there because at the end of the day you know if if you're limited to a naturally aspirated setup you cannot get enough air in there you know yeah. you need you need as much cold air as you can you know so if we took your ram charger and did something like i don't know a small camshaft in it something for just to open the valves a little bit better you know i think it's got plenty of fuel uh and then just found a way to get some good some good cool air air in there it would be even that much more touchy and as we were talking you know the the application side Mm -hmm. of intake and exhaust it's Mm -hmm. all applicable so Mm -hmm. you know on a truck like that i'm going to run a snorkel system oh yeah yeah because you have to (laughs) if you're going to be out bashing and you're going to be in the creeks and you know out mud stuff like that off-road it's in your best interest to run a snorkel system or some kind of elevated he's had this thing in the water i promise you i I changed the wheel bearings on it now it's on 35s with six inches of lip (laughs) and uh inside of it there was clearly mud there he definitely had been in the water so I hadn't really thought about that aspect of it as far as 